1: Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast on this eh, kind of dreary Wednesday, to be honest with you, here in Chicago. A little dreary. A little, little rainy, but that's not degrees. what it's like for the Bears.
2: I've got the no, sun's coming out. I've got no drear. I see all nothing but sunshine. It's a beautiful day to be a Bears fan. Damn it. Happy hump day. That's right. <laughs>
1: do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. We're going for 50K here uh, after we got to 40. 50's the next milestone. We could do it. We got the bowl season starting tonight. Uh, we got you covered all over the CHO YouTube channel for all of our teams. So make sure you hit subscribe. Hit that like button. Help us grow the channel. We appreciate you. Adam Hoke, Mark Carmen, with you today. And it is a Wednesday, which means Brian Baldinger joins the show right off the top. Baldy, I have a feeling that you enjoyed some of that football in that Bears game. It was some old-school, pound-the-ball, relentless, just run them over, make them, you know, just give them a drive all the way back to O'Hare and on their charter plane back to uh, Las Vegas.
3: It was a good game. It was a good game by the Bears. Best game they've played now in a while. Uh, in all phases. I mean, you know, they controlled the line of scrimmage. Obviously, Dante Foreman gave him pop in the run game. Real power. Uh, you know, you can't say enough... About Shepherd College, you know Tyson Beighton and how he played, how he took care of the ball, some of the skill set they had, and then defensively, you know, I mean, look, that's that is, I mean, I know the quarterback play for the Raiders was awful, but you know they've got some elite skilled players out there, and you know you look at Devontae and Josh Jacobs and some of the guys they have to defend them that well and not give up one explosive play the whole day, like that was an impressive all-around performance. So, Baldy, I
2: watched your video breakdown, and, and now listening to you right now, it seems to me you think the Bears might have something in this Tyson Bajan guy.
3: Well, I mean, look, he played well. He took care of the football. He did what he was supposed to do. He made a couple throws that, you know, you just watch and you go, okay, this is, this is the NFL. This isn't, you know, going up against Millersville College. I mean, this is the Raiders, regardless of what anybody thinks about the Raiders. It's, you know, he got the ball out on time. Um, he has a better arm than I thought when we talked last week, Mark. Uh, it was impressive. I mean, he wasn't fooled. Uh, he got away from Max Crosby a couple times. You saw some good first step quickness to him going to his left, making some throws. We saw a pretty good skill set. Now, there's been a ton of guys that have come in with no names that have played, game, you know, good for a game, two games, you know, and then they. I'm not saying I don't know what's going to happen, but it was a good debut where you feel good about it. You got the win. He helped you win the game. He converted a bunch of third down throws. All the things that you hope a young kid could do, you know, to kind of like grow him in the culture. And so it was impressive. And he looked like he was calm feet, calm mind. Looked like he was in charge. And that, that, that look for anybody coming from that level of school to the NFL midseason and to play like that. Congratulations, honestly.
1: Baldy, you warned us last week about Max Crosby. Not that people need warning, but you know him. I mean, we knew going in this game he was going to be a focal point of the Bears' game plan. At least you'd you'd hope that. What did you think about the way the Bears at times attacked him, at times went away from him? Whatever it was, it seemed like they had had the answers for a a tough situation.
3: They did a good job. They really did. I mean, you know, it was a good game plan. He can ruin your Sunday's. It was probably his least um, effective game like from that standpoint all year. Uh, Cole Komet was over there in pass protection, chipping him. Uh, they had The rookie, I mean, they all kind of battled him over there, and they made sure that he wasn't left one-on-one a whole bunch. And even in the run game, I mean, yeah, he, he, he defeats run blocks like nobody else. But, you know, they ran for 175 yards. I mean, Max Crosby didn't affect the run game the way he has some other teams. They did a good job. It was a good job of game planning for a player of that caliber.
2: So 175 against the Raiders, 171 against the Broncos, 178 against the Commanders, 162 against the Vikings, all on the ground. Uh, can you win this way
3: in the NFL today? What do you think? Well, I mean, how many games did they win last year? They led the league in rushing last year. Um, true. <laughs> you, you You can. You, look, they, they had a 10-minute advantage time of possession, for whatever that's worth. It's not worth a lot when you're playing Miami or Kansas City. They can score three plays. So, but, you know, in a game like this where the Raiders' offense and their quarterback play was atrocious, uh, it's a good way to win a game. It's a good good way to get something started. Um, It's a good way to um, walk out a undrafted free agent quarterback making his first start. There's things about the run game that can be really good. It gives the offensive line that's still trying to gel with Tevin, on that side and Borum at left tackle and the rookie at right. You know, it's, it, it's good for the offense line to get some, some time together where they can experience success and kind of build and grow. So, but if you're saying, okay, let's go to January with a, uh, you know, I'm not saying this year, but let's go in the future. Uh, let's go to January with the leading rushing team in the league. I, I mean, Tennessee's done that. It doesn't matter. Like you've got to be able to throw the football to win in January.
1: How about the defense? Like, it's, it's it's the big difference, and you bring up a completely fair point. Led the league in rushing last year, won three games. But they also had a defense that couldn't stop anybody for most of the season, especially in the second half. And all of a sudden, Ball, these last three weeks, it's it's not just that they're playing better, It's but it seems like every week they're getting better. And it seems like there's been a difference here since Iberfus Kansas took plays. over the defense.
3: They're playing – I mean, they're, they're playing – they're attacking the line of scrimmage right now. They're playing on the other side of the line of scrimmage. They're getting off. I mean, just the basics. You know, like, they're they're blitzing more. They're pressuring the quarterback more. But they're also tackling better right now. Um, and, look, that's Josh Jacobs. I mean, I know he's not having a great season, but he did lead the league in rushing last year. You know, he didn't have an explosive run last week. Um, you know, they took care of their – you know, the league's leading rusher a year ago. I mean, like, that's that's – that's good. And like, just the, um, the way that they play their zones right now, I mean, it's just much tighter. They're, they're plastering receivers. They're, they're hunting them up. Um, They're just playing faster, like as a group. And so, I mean, even like, um, you know, the the interception by Tremaine Edmonds in the middle of the field. I mean, he's in a perfect spot. Yes. it glanced off Jacob's hand, but he's there to scoop it, you know, to take it. Uh, The play by Jalen, uh, Johnson, you know, against Devontae, I mean, the the pass was like, you know, full of helium. I mean, I, maybe we all could have picked it, but still, Jalen made a great break on the ball. Um, you know, that's that is Devonte was a great route runner, and uh, you know, he stopped on a dime, came back, and made the play. It 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 looks like a quality defense at this point.
2: So, Bali, let's go back to this Bajan character and. I'm, I just—I don't know if you can tell, but this guy loves Tyson. No, Dixon. no, no. Sell, sell him. come on. Please. Uh, well, Give me what I, you I, love. I, I, what, I, what I love is that the ball comes out. What I love is that he seems to see the field. What I love is that he's played the position a ton. What I love is that he's got a little moxie. And what, I, what I'm what i using is sort of a behind, like, building up like how it would be possible for somebody like this is that the NFL misses on quarterbacks all the time. All so. The time all the time, so so nobody knows what this guy is going to be. Uh, I'm asking you, what would you need to see if you were Matt Eberflus or Luke Getzey where you would actually, in your mind, have, well, now we actually have a quarterback controversy here.
3: Well, you have, to, you have to give him some time, and you have to let him, you know, even struggle if he does struggle. Like, look, Brock Purdy went 10 straight games without throwing an interception. Now he's thrown three in the last two weeks. And you could say, okay, if if let's just say Brock Purdy is um, what maybe Tyson Beijing can be, let's just say, who knows? But you have to let him play to find that out. You know, you can't give him a hook. You, you know, yeah. the only way that anybody found out Kurt Warner could do what he did and become the greatest story in NFL history, for the most part, going from bagging groceries in Des Moines to wearing a gold jacket, is he got a chance to play. And, you know, if so that's the only way. Like, there's no way... Like, you know, if you're Bill Weddington in Chicago, you can improve your game, your free throws, your low post game. You can help out Michael Jordan in some way if you're Bill Weddington in the offseason by not playing. But you can't improve as a quarterback without playing. So I'm just throwing, you know, my favorite pool of all time out there. So – um <laughs>
1: I love the reference because the bowl season starts tonight. Let's go. I, I can't believe
2: Wennington's we got a matchup by to Baldy.
3: But, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, so, like, like there's just no substitute for game day playing and what how a person sees the field. He obviously saw the field very well, throwing balls in the middle of the field. Some some quarterbacks are afraid to do that. Throw balls out on timing for first downs. I mean, we saw, we saw a good deal. We saw him get away from Max Crosby, go to the left, make a throw. You know, there was a nice little sample, you know, two weeks in a row of a guy that looks like, you know, he's he's got a chance. But you have to, you know, can he stay healthy? Can he do it? Can he improve? Can he do it week in, week out? Can he do it against the league's best? Can he do it against the disguises that are coming? Like, I'm not going to say he can or can't, but the only way we're going to find that out is if he's out there on the field. I just – all the 90s Bulls, Bill Wennington's hey, number one? Remember, remember,
4: in MJ's Return to the Garden, uh, MJ and Bill Wennington combined for
3: 57
4: total points. There we go.
3: Yeah, <laughs> pull that, good, nugget. good nugget right there. I, I just, I haven't really, you know, I'm friends with Billy. So uh, we do. Oh, like, we
4: love Bill Wennington too. He, yeah, he's going to see program. this for sure. He's, he's been
3: here multiple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You tell him that Baldy well, said, look, you know, make sure he keeps doing his homework. Like, I mean, don't, don't, you don't know. <laughs> You, you, did you grow up a St. John's fan or how, of course. I, yeah, I grew up in Long Island? I'm a St. John's fan, but you yeah. know, I mean, he, he was, I was playing with the Cowboys when he was drafted by the Mavericks. Okay. So, um, um, yeah, you know, we got to know each other then through mutual friends. Um, and then, so I, I'll tell you a quick story. I was coaching a foot. I was coaching a clinic in Italy and we just happened to be in the same town that bill played basketball in Italy one year. And, uh, and so I, I was like, well, what do you do in this town? What, what goes on at night? Saturday, we're coaching the splendid. He goes, oh, well, you know, um, Bennington, Bennington is playing this town, you know, an, an uh, Italian basketball championship. I go, well, who's the American on the team? Oh, Bill Weddington is off. I go, well, I, I, so I found him and um, got me tickets to the game. So anyways, he won, the, he won the game. They won the championship. We celebrated all night. He goes, look, if I ever get back to the NBA and I have a chance to win an NBA championship, you got to come. So it's game six, 1996. You know, Chicago's going to close out the United Center. I got a call on Sunday morning. Baldy, are you here? It's Bill. I'm like, hell no. I just got done playing tennis with Sal Palantonio. He goes, well, I got a ticket for you if you want to come. So I, I just, I, I didn't even change my outfit. I just flew, went straight to the airport. I gave $100 to a guy to park the car. I got on a plane, flew to Chicago, got there at halftime. And so I'm sitting next to his wife. They win the championship. and says, his wife Ann says, look, you, I can't go to the locker room, but you can. I got to pass. So I go in the locker room, and Bill gives me a a camera and a Budweiser, and I just started filming. I filmed Scottie Pippen and, and Michael celebrating with, you know, David Falk. Um, I've interviewed Michael Jordan's kids. Like we were the last ones out of the stadium that day.
2: All right, three things. Number 1, I really need to see that video and well, I would pay did. you for Every, it.
3: Everyone
4: does. Wennington <laughs> has a ton of footage that like
2: he's he's got
4: I've seen you know. the footage. See, because
3: yeah. I've never seen it. Okay. I know we okay. did, we never Okay. Oh,
2: so okay, so you did it on Bill's camera. Okay. The but bearing the lead here and I think we did talk about this once before. Baldy's a tennis guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which yeah. I love Baldi's tennis.
3: Back in the day, you know. Okay. I mean, okay. Not, not, so, okay. Not, not so much anymore. Okay. Yeah. That's a, right.
1: that's an incredible story. I love that. That's wow! okay. What? You know,
3: hey, We were talking seri- about Tyson, so I you – know, No, 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 no. That, that was a great No, but segue. that's
1: – I think that's a good lesson in life to people. If you have sports moments like that that you can take advantage – I mean, and that's obviously next level to have Bill Winnington invite you to the game. But, like, you know, I had once had an opportunity. You want to come down to Purdue to watch Wisconsin-Purdue? Kyle Lorton's the quarterback. Heisman Trophy. All this stuff. I said, you know, I don't want to make the drive down from Madison. I didn't do that. And the Badgers – walked them off with a fumble recovery in the last minute. It's
2: like the greatest game. I missed it. I didn't go. I should have gone. Right. Morning show producer, 1998. I'm working. I'm starting my day out in the career. It's a rainy day. Uh, should I go down to Wrigley? Should I not go down to Wrigley? Should, uh, it's, it's the middle of May. I'm not going to go. Kerry Wood, 20 strikeouts. Oh, uh,
4: man. Uh, there you go. Uh, I also could have gone to that and didn't. Uh, yeah. Uh. All yeah. right.
2: Um,
1: Baldy, can you tell give us a little scouting report on the Chargers this week? Because I got to be honest with you, I don't I don't care too much about point spreads, but I am shocked that they're eight and a half point favorites in this game. And it's I know the Bears are not; they're far from flawless. But the Chargers they've been they've been
3: struggling too. Oh yeah, I mean defensively, they're a mess. I mean they 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 have no idea how to play zone zone defense. I mean from the first game of the season, Tyree kill like he literally caught every big pass all day, and like they they literally. Didn't pay any attention to Tyreek Hill. He caught the game winner against him. Uh, that was just, it, it's just frustrating to watch it, to be honest with you. You got some pass rushers. They can affect your quarterback. I mean, but Bosa's not playing great. Tule to the rookie, is a pretty good player. Khalil Mack had six of his seven sacks in one game. Like, they just can't put it all together. And then, look, they've lost three games. The ball's been in the quarterback's hands at the end in all three games, and he hasn't been able to take them down the field to win a game. Like, ultimately, that's how you sort of measure some of these guys. You measure them in January, and the ball in their hands at the end of the game to go win the game. And, you know, he's gotten actually – he's had the, top, the ball three times at the end of the game to win it. He's gotten one first down. So, you know, it's a little – you know, I mean, you, you watch him throw the ball and you're like, this guy's all world. And you look at him and you think there's no flaw, except that you're just not winning a lot of games the way you th- people think that they should right now. Are you?
2: If you're the Bears, I'm assuming you're just trying to win the football game because you need wins and all of that. But are you pushing the envelope with what you just said as far as trying to send the ball down the field to win the win the game, or do you think you stick um, with I'd what love you
3: did? i would be more can do against that secondary, yeah. You know, and and Darnell Mooney. I'd love to see some speedo route combinations and taking some shots. I I'm pretty sure that you can run the ball against them. They're not they're just not very sound defensively, and they're not a good tackling team. So, I mean, the way they pounded the the, the ball against the Raiders last Sunday, I, w- I would take that approach and take, you know, one, and pay the running game off if they're having success with some play action and let, you know, whoever's that quarterback, you know, take the shots.
1: Uh, little intel uh, we'll share with you, Baldy, and anybody who may have missed our show. Yesterday, Cole Komet was in here in studio with us, uh, the Bears tight end, and uh he, he basically said they had more in that game plan Sunday against the Raiders and they just didn't need to get to it. He thought, you know, he he thought he was going to have a big day in the air catching footballs and they just didn't really they, – they said by the second drive of the game, you know, they could – they realized that the Raiders really didn't want to be there, didn't have the energy, and they just, they just ground and pound. So to, to, to me that was an indication like, all right, this week against the Chargers – don't be surprised if they air it out a little bit more with this young quarterback.
3: I don't know. I mean they ran it thirty eight times, I think, last week. That's a nice number, uh, especially with you know, with a young quarterback. But um, like I, I'm not impressed, honestly. In that division, Kansas City has a shutdown defense. You saw that. Like they're legit. But Denver, they're getting better. But, you know, the Chargers, the Raiders, like they're not good defensively. They're not good fundamentally, they're not good from a personnel standpoint. Um, they've got real flaws in what they do.
2: What are you seeing up front, Baldy? Uh, just uh, do you do you see an emerging Darnell? Right, because uh, there's something that Crosby got him a couple times last week, but that's Max he Crosby playing with one arm. Right, I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, what,
3: I, that I, what happened? I saw him literally one time take Max Crosby with one arm and just throw him, like literally yeah. throw him. And I'm like, okay, great, but why is he doing it with one arm?
1: Yeah, he so hurt his shoulder. Know. Yeah, his, uh he hurt his shoulder I think against the Vikings late in that game. He was sort of limited in practice. I, I was I didn't appreciate it uh, until I went back and saw like that end zone angle on the coach's film, Baldy, yeah. but like he was ser- especially in the second half, you could tell like that left arm was basically just dangling. It's so it's his left shoulder and he it, it was pretty impressive <laughs> he was still able to play
3: through that. Well, he's got good feet. But, you know, honestly for a right tackle the left hand is way and the left arm is way more important than the right arm. And so if you had to like choose, like the last thing, that's your post hand so that Max can't go inside on you. But I saw him like throw Max with his right arm. And I was, I didn't know, like, if he's got the thing tied down, you know, where he can't really move it. Like, it's hard for me to know without talking to him. But, you know, I thought he, he did the best he could, considering the limitations. And the fact that he played through it, it tells you something about the kid
1: hundred uh, percent. We got a couple of things for you here, Baldy. I wanted to, do we have that tweet, Lawrence?
4: Uh, yeah, we've got. Whatever the, you want
1: to go to here. Well, guys.
4: first I think we should just wrap up this Weddington conversation. Okay. Because here is the 96 <laughs> celebration at yeah, Grant yeah, Park. Yeah. And that's the camcorder right there.
3: That's it. Oh, that's yeah, his camcorder. To... Okay. Yeah. We, got, we got locked in the United Center. By the time we left, um, the doors were all locked. We had to go find a, a custodian to open up the doors just to get us out. What what was the coolest thing you saw in the locker room? The coolest thing was, honestly, when everybody was, you know, celebrating drinks, the whole thing, right, champagne, beers. I walked into the training room, and David Falk, Scottie Pippen, and Michael Jordan all huddled up, just those three, lighting up a cigar. And I jumped up on top of, you know, a bench, and I shot down on that look going Michael, Scotty, David—none of—they don't get this championship without these three. That's a victory cigar. That's the best lit cigar I've seen. I mean, I just—you know—doing a breakdown (laughs) of that. You know, just looking right down on it.
1: We had a Baldy breakdown of the cigar. Baldy Scorsese.
3: That's awesome.
1: Was this the first Baldy breakdown ever? Is this where it all started?
3: I'm sure sure I've been doing it without really knowing what it was. But I mean, I—Bill gave me a camera and said, "Just film everything." I'm like, okay. I Michael Jordan had his kid there. and He had his Michael shoes around him. I just interviewed the shoes. Like, it's all about the <laughs> shoes. I interviewed Nike himself. Like, I, you know, I was just having – I had a Budweiser in one hand and a Sony camera in the other, and I was just having a ball.
1: What, That's a, night. So what good. a night By the way, if you're not already following Baldy on Twitter, you should be at Baldy NFL. It's just full. You want to learn football,
3: all of his breakdowns, the all the games. Thing, though, the coolest thing about after that – so when we get out of the United Center, I tell Bill, look, you got – this is like when cell phones were just starting. I go, Bill, you have two phone calls you got to make. He goes, who's that? I go, you got to call Bob McKillop. He coached him at Long Island Lutheran High School. And you got to coach, uh, you got to call uh, Lou Carnesecca. You got to thank your coaches for training you and working you to the point where you're at this point winning a championship. So he did. He called Bob McKillop. Then he called Lou Carnesecca. They both took the calls. I sat there in the front seat with them. Let's do them, shoot the breeze with them. And then we went to uh, the Crowbar with uh, Dennis Rodman and saw the free <laughs> <Yes>. show.
1: <laughs> oh, Rodman made it. Rodman yeah. made the story. That's great. That's
2: that, uh, that's a good job. That's respect right that's there. That's amazing. Hey, yeah.
1: hey. so Sunday night, um, because I can get kind of weird with uniforms, I was, like, extra excited for this game on Sunday night because of the, the old awesome. Kelly Green e- Eagles oh, unis. Oh, yeah. And They're I saw alone. you. Yeah you tweeted this out I mean was it nostalgic for you watching this game Sunday night
3: yeah a little bit I mean that's why sick of him in the shot right there like we were we were buddies in the Eagles best friends still to this day and um, you know those uniforms I mean you know that was Reggie and Clyde and Seth I mean you know it was like they were just rolling out body bags to put quarterbacks in it every Sunday you know it was you know it was nobody had more fun than we did during those years.
4: Some good teams. Uh, Randall Cunningham. Randall. My guy, he was Fred
3: the Barnett.
1: Love
3: that guy. Yeah, that's awesome. Baldy, where are you at this weekend? I'm in Seattle this weekend, Cleveland and Seattle. So uh, I saw the Browns, I saw Miles Garrett do things that, you know, not many people could ever think about doing, like literally like Superman type stuff, jumping over, you know, exciting. the offensive line to go block a field goal. And, you know, to him, it was just another day at the office to like mirror you know, muggles like me were like, what kind of superpower do you have to have to, to, to do that kind of thing? So, but we'll see him up in Seattle this week. It should be good.
1: All right.
2: Anything else, Carl? Uh, well, just one last thought here, because I'm in, in, I'm getting into dreamland here, Baldy. Sounds to me like you think the Bears have a shot to win this week. I mean, they're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Nobody's given them much of a chance, and that look sells me no.
3: Uh, you know, like, well, no, it's not that. It's just that, you know, I haven't seen the Chargers play a complete game yet. Like is it going to happen? I mean, we're 8 weeks into this thing. And I haven't seen them play a complete game. They've got wins, but not where you're saying, "Okay, they're they're they're, they're playing to their talent level." Cuz I think they've got really good talent level. But, you know, I think that they they look incomplete to me, and they never play to their talent level. So I'm like, when you get a team like that, go in there and give them hell, you know, and hell for 60 minutes to see what they do. See what you do.
2: I'm excited.
1: Yeah, it's a good Sunday night game was, well,
2: it, there's there's been better Sunday they night should, games. We're should, excited about the Sunday They should night have games. been flexed out. That's all true. Not, yeah, yes.
3: It's yes.
1: still L.A. and Chicago, and there's probably going to be 60,000 Bears fans at this game at, at SoFi.
3: Oh, so. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. SoFi is an open invitation for the visitors to come and take over. Uh, I've done, no. you know, NFL Network is based right there. I've been out there for a lot of games, Chargers and Ram games. The visiting team comes in and usually takes it over.
1: Baldy, appreciate it as always. We'll talk
3: to you yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. Yep, see you guys. Take care. All All right. Talk to you next hey, week.
1: Make sure you're following him on Twitter, at BaldyNFL. That was a fun conversation. That what, was awesome. I was not expecting us to go
4: that's awesome a, that's, bowl story. That was the best wormhole we've done in
1: a while. On the yeah. first, first day of the season, too. I love it.
2: My, my behind-the-scenes Bill Wennington, one story real fast. Wennington, before the Bulls built their practice facility, not the one they're in now, but back in the day, the, the Burdo Center, they used to hoop at Multiplex. Which was this, you know, random health club that you could go to, and Wennington would show up in the summers, and so like you're a bull, you're not waiting to get in games, right? Like you're you're in the next game. Wennington's like no no no, when whenever my turn. Wennington didn't he didn't he didn't big time the, your regular recreational show up to hoop hooper.
1: I hear I hear Bill's a, a, a you're not gonna like this, but he's he's a, he's big into the pickleball.
2: That's terrible. <laughs> I, I played last night uh, tennis because I'm an athlete and uh, the pickleball court next to it was like, I mean, 7000 people out there playing pickle on the south side last night. It was I was just like, this is unbelievable. Anyway. All right. Hogue, that's enough. Wanting and tennis for today
1: no uh, well, it's enough tennis i don't know about
2: i could We you could, could do more weddings we, yeah, we do can do more bill
1: matthew gregory uh with the super chat 199 i'll be there sunday bear down That's all right. right a lot Go of to bears SoFi. fans gonna be there sunday i'm telling you invade SoFi. bears fans take it over i can already envision it right now pick six in the second half let's Oof. see who's gonna have it maybe a tj edwards pick six situation
4: Whoa, T.J. Yeah. Okay, and I was gonna takes go back to back, Do it again.
1: Stadiums, just all Bears fans are chanting "Let's go Bears." We've seen this before, taking over road stadiums. Remember when Bears fans just drank all the beer dry in Nashville? Yep, twenty twelve. That was super cool. I mean, you can
2: get in right now. Is this right? Oh no, okay, that's not right. You can get in right now, end zone up top. If you're thinking about it, I mean. 58 bucks with fees pretty good let's
1: do it i'm ready to go um if you're not going though when you're here in chicago you're gonna to want to be at our watch party that's happening sunday night at fireplace in um we are planning on doing our pre and post game from there as well i am getting information immediately look at this from jake as i'm talking about it um this is now a li- great this is now live on our website um go to slash events and you can join us for the CHO Bears watch party live shows from Fireplace Inn on Wells in Old Town used to live over there great place great area come join us Sunday night now here's the thing this is free all right this is not a you don't need a it's not a ticketed event but it is an RSVP event we want if you would like to reserve your space uh, we just want to know that you're coming um, there is a chance we have to like, I don't know. It just depends how many people show up. We're expecting a good crowd though. Can't wait. So again, RSVP, all slash events. You will see the link to our CHGO bears watch party Sunday night. It starts at six. We're going to have a pregame going into the show. We'll hang out. Um, we'll all watch the game together. Watch the bears kick the chargers ass. Sunday night fireplace in. Looking forward to it. That's fourteen forty eight North Well Street in Old Town. Hey,
4: Baldy agrees with me. Justin Herbert's a fraud. He said it basically. I don't think that's what he said. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I he basically he said he's had, he's had the ball in his hands three times in all three of their losses at the end of the game. You're all
1: over the fraud Herbert being a yeah. fraud
4: thing. I'm, I just every time I see him playing, uh, yeah, any prime time game. You you know what that they find a way to lose. Never
1: mind. Uh, in the meantime, you need to go to Ray Chevy, pick up a Chevy, then you can take that to the watch party Sunday night. It's, it's a great play. Okay. And I'm just telling you, it's the way to go. Um, Ray Chevy and Fox Lake, they've joined the CHGO team. They got great deals for you. Uh, and most importantly, they have this pledge they call the Ray Price Promise. It guarantees that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership. A lot of times... You'll see a price online, then you go into the dealership, and all of a sudden they're asking you questions like, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? Carmen, are you a farmer?
2: I'm not a farmer. Respect to farmers. Did you know? That was That's wild. amazing. What was Did that? Did you
1: know that uh, the Hoke family used to own a farm? Are you serious? I swear to God. In and, Princeton, and Illinois. What, uh, That's so good. While I was growing up in Lincoln Park, we were a farm family.
4: Was there, not was there? really. I've been there like twice in my life. Was this like? You know, like pigs and cows was this corn, like, cor- uh, corn, corn. Okay, yeah. Any I think soybeans? It was
1: corn. It was corn. It wasn't like, yeah.
2: You, I don't do know. you remember having great corn on the cob as a kid? No, oh. I don't <laughs> think
1: it was that kind you Sounds eat. Delicious. I think it's delicious for the, the type you turn into other things
2: <laughs> if, that you feed. Honestly, yeah, I mean, I'm very you, educated in the farm, yeah, world you, you you like a farm. You are strong farm. I'm a city kid. You're SF. Strong farm. Strong
1: farm. SF, <laughs> is that an official <laughs> abbreviation? Apparently,
2: <laughs> Adam SF Hoag.
1: Well, Hey, maybe that would have been enough to qualify, though, for, this, for these discounts they're talking about. But the point that Ray's coming up with here is you don't need that. The price you see online is the price you pay when you come in. Uh, no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, and this was my experience with Ray... They're going to f- try to find you additional savings, which may actually make the price lower than you see online. And as one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one Chicago Land's largest inventories. Right now, you can save big at Ray Chevy during their Truck or Treat savings event because 0% is back and now available on new Silverado trucks. The perfect tailgate vehicle Come on in, Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake, find the vehicle you've been searching for, and best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray price promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or racechevrolet.com. Serving the community since 1963, find new roads. I'm going to add this in too, because I saw it online. Uh, go check out their webs- website. They have a truck or treat event going on this Saturday, I believe. So I um, want to take the kids to that. I think a lot of Um, People will be decorating their vehicles and having a good time with the kids uh, this weekend harm
2: all right the best and fastest and easiest way to get tickets for any sporting event or concert or comedy show or theater you know it you love it is through the game time ticket app download that app get yourself the killer last minute deals all in prices you see the views from the seat the whole thing best price guarantee game time taking the guesswork out of buying tickets uh look there is no better way to do this. And we also make it more than worth your while when you do it through good old CHGO. When you download the app and you create an account and you use the code CHGO. We give you twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, what you want to do is create that account and then use that redeem code CHGO. $20 off. You want to go to the Bulls tonight? I mean I'm looking at price drops literally right now on the app, right now, and you can get in the get in price for one ticket. Yeah. It's a nice solid 50 bucks to get in tonight. I mean, that's, that's a good price. It's opening night. Yeah. Why am I seeing 33
4: Yeah, I'm like, I see. Uh, I do uh, it with 30s. fees. Okay, with fees. Oh, fee. I see.
2: Okay. I, 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 I boil everything in. I want to give you the exact price you pay. That's how I like to live I, my dream. I
1: like, that's a good way to do it.
2: You know what I'm saying?
1: It's the carm price prompt. But it's
2: a one tapper. <laughs> like if two. T- <laughs> one two, two, <laughs> tap. One tap. Like a one tap. Right now, I can do a one yeah. tap for two as, tickets for 80 bucks. As
4: I learned in Zombieland, you always got to double tap. Always double tap. There you go.
2: Uh, but hey, listen, the fastest, easiest, best price code? guaranteed. CHGO. There you go. Download that game time app. Get her done. $20 off with that code,
1: CHGO, your first time. Check it out. All
2: right. Your dad's in the chat. We grew Pioneer Seacorn. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. I don't Pione- know what that means.
1: Pioneer a big. Sure. Corn, I think they just got acquired by, like, Exxon or something crazy. Yeah, see, I'm a farm expert. Also, shout out to Eric. Appreciate that comment in there, too, about the playoffs starting up this weekend. Um, He says, good luck and health. uh, Good health in the playoffs. Greatest time of the year. That's right. Um, But I would also like to extend that same sentiment to all the high school football teams out there starting in the playoffs this weekend. Not just even in Illinois. Wherever you are,
2: it's great. Friday night is, for, is, is the opening round of the playoffs? Yes. I might have to go to a high school football game.
1: Come on out. Friday night, 7 o'clock, Carmel, Lindblom. What's the weather? Do you got any options on the weather?
2: It's still hanging in there. It gets cold over the weekend.
1: I think Friday night still supposed to be nice, and there's a chance. A
2: you coach at Carmel Catholic High School?
1: Correct, in Mundelein.
2: <laughs> in Mundelein. Are you fun. just
4: learning this for the first time?
2: <laughs> it is. There's a far. Mount Carmel, yeah. there's a Carmel. I'm just making sure I got it right here. Carmel I know I never conflict.
4: I never get that right. I never, I never right. get that. And also, like, don't you both wear brown and gold? Isn't that both teams? Wait, what Mount it, Carmel? Isn't Mount Carmel also well, brown? It,
1: Mount Carmel is more white and brown, but they have they brown. Actually, no, but here's what's brown confusing. Is the thing. They have for homecoming every year, Mount Carmel wears their retro unis, which used to have yellow in them. So we happen to be their homecoming opponent this year and we go down there and they're like in our uniforms. Whoops. It was very confusing. No, I mean we planned it ahead. Everybody was fine, but it was definitely a, a Browning Gold situation. Um, my dad now adding that our corn was used as seed for other farmers' future crops. So there you go, everybody. The more you Thanks Papa Hug. Yeah, there's your um farming segment on CHGO bears.
2: I mean that's big. You gotta love it. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Um all right. Can I got a, I, I need to go on a little rant here for a second.
2: I can't wait. Let's go.
1: Okay. I'm a big fan of the angry run segment that Kyle Brandt does on Good Morning Football. And Deontay Foreman got the scepter this week.
2: We're going at Kyle Brandt. Are you, are you about to attack Kyle Brandt?
1: I'm not attacking Kyle Brandt. I'm not... I have, a, I have beef with the run that he chose this week, now he did two, but the first one was when Deontay Foreman was running out of bounds for 10 straight yards before he ran into the guy. That doesn't even count, that shouldn't count as an angry run. It actually should be a late hit on Deontay Foreman. He's out of bounds. All
2: right. For the record, I just want everybody to know that I love Kyle Brandt and everything that Kyle Brandt says. We love Kyle. Kyle came on our show last year at Super Bowl and was... He's worn our CHGO gear on Good Morning Football. He's one of the most entertaining people in television. And the fact that you're going at him for angry runs, even if you're making a great point, I'm uncomfortable. Here's the thing.
1: I'm not mad at Kyle. Again, love Kyle. Love the segment. Happy for Deontay Foreman. I'm more mad... Look, the bottom line is, as I'm going over the tape, I'm more angry... Because watching live, I'm like, why did Foreman run out of bounds? He didn't need to run out of bounds. Then Watching the tape, that should have been a touchdown. Dude, you got to know where your feet are. You can't just run out of bounds for 10 straight yards. He's just, he had no awareness that he's out of bounds, and then he
2: trucks the guy. It was a cool truck. Because he was looking to truck someone, and he wasn't worried about the out of bounds. They just wanted to hit it someone. It was a Ray
1: Silverado truck.
2: That's that's fine. Truck the guy. Let Let me tell you something. The, the energy that Deontay Foreman brought to the equation last Sunday, that's the type of energy that gets you back into a playoff race, and that's where we're going. This Bears team walking into SoFi, taking down the Chargers, getting to 3-5, and five, bring on the Saints. I'm living the dream. I don't even care that he was out of bounds. How's that?
1: Uh, I care he was out of bounds. By the way, Kyle, amazing reference to the Wiener Circle in there, if you guys watched <laughs> it. Uh, he's like, he treated that guy the way they treat you at the Wiener Circle wiener circle retweeted the segment and said great reference but lay off the cocaine kyle
2: that's aggressive
1: it's the wiener circle that's what they do
2: there's kyle okay, it but like you know, the people don't get that up all across the world what they're doing there that that, people who follow the wiener circle on twitter get it i understand which is the whole point of twitter okay wiener circle just you know in person cocaine references are cool i don't know about on the old (laughs) twitter sphere i think they could chill that one out a little bit but that's fine if you want to support wiener circle calling kyle brad to cocaine head to to millions i'm going to support i'm going to support not doing that
1: and as people are pointing out in the chat kyle did point out that he ran out of bounds i yes i'm aware but i'm just saying you shouldn't get credit for running a guy over when you Running out of bounds for 10 straight yards. Can I, I'll be Stay the, in bounds, score the touchdown, please.
2: Yeah, I mean you're making good points, but I'll be the meathead on the show. They won the game. It didn't matter. The Raiders sucked. Bears.
1: I'm all about how we improve to next week. Um
4: Bears. Shout, out, shout out Wiener Circle. I'll okay. open circle. I could Let's, go for a nice hot dog and fries right now. Go about for a nice
2: now. wiener. We have some of the sure. worst. Eating people of all time in this company. Nobody, (laughs) nobody has ever had a vegetable It's CHG. I swear to God.
4: Luke Stuckmeyer brought in a salad today. He's eating a salad over there. Yeah, but he should have brought in a
2: salad for everybody.
4: I'm about to eat a Honeycrisp apple. There you go.
2: go. Okay, Okay. fine. Uh, I'll 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 back off. No, I did have Pop Tarts this
4: morning, but that's in in
2: general. All you you just you are. You are a beauty. All right. Another thing I have on my list. Thank you, Robert, by the way. Bears, 12-5, and five. Super Bowl champs, beige, MVP. Let's, let's talk it. Go and ahead.
1: This is a message to Bears fans out there. I realize that all of us in this town have been searching for um, a franchise quarterback for years and decades and maybe even centuries. I would just like to point out that is it possible right now that the Bears actually have two good, at least decent quarterbacks? I mean, this is not an old school. Anybody even trying to create some type of quarterback controversy here, like my man over here, Mark Carman? Um, State what is. Our, our classic Chicago QB controversy is usually between two bums.
2: We're not talking about two bums here. Uh, we're, like, not, we're not debating Barkley versus Foles? <laughs> <laughs> like, was it Barkley I'm Foles? i just like was, the point that I like. It was Barkley Hoyer. Wh- it was Barkley Hoyer, wasn't it? Anyway, keep, yes, good point, Hogue. You're right.
1: Like when, like Justin Fields, is at minimum like a pretty talented quarterback. Who when the, the opposing defense is game planning that week, they're worried about him, right? So I, I just it, it, this is not. Uh, how about the Titans this weekend? They're starting Will Levis, and they might have to play Malik Willis too. Oof. They're well, what are we doing? That is where the Bears usually live. This is not that. We have a quarterback that half the fan base is still pretty excited about in Justin Fields, who I don't think the book is anywhere near close. We're two weeks away uh, removed from him throwing eight touchdowns and one interception, okay? And then same thing on the other end. If you're a Fields lover here who's trying to hate on Bajit, just appreciate the fact that, for maybe the first time ever, the Bears have this rookie quarterback come out of nowhere who actually looks pretty decent. Like, is it just possible the Bears have two good quarterbacks? I'm not saying they have two great quarterbacks. I'm not saying they have their answer here and they they might still end up uh, drafting Caleb Williams six months from now. I'm just saying this is not some type of world QB world that we usually live in
2: or there's two bad quarterbacks that we're talking about. Well, let let me actually go off on the back end of that part, which is... The most important thing to me, because the trade deadline is next Tuesday, three o'clock. They're not trading Justin Fields. Let's just get that clear. That's not happening. No chance. I'll, I would bet my football, talking in uh, into this microphone career. Bet on your it,
1: tennis racket.
2: That's a little more risky, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm I'm extremely confident that they're not trading Justin Fields. And you know what I'm also confident in, not as confident, but. I don't think they're going to be in a position to draft Caleb Williams. I think they're going to win some football games here. And the Carolina Panthers, even if they make some trades before that deadline, they are not going to be incentivized to lose at the end of the season. They're going to try to be winning football games because they don't have the number one pick. And there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be incentivized to lose.
1: Oh, so, Carolina's going to fuck this up in the last two weeks, right? For sure, they're
2: they're going to they're they they're going to win two random games, and we we're we're not going to get it, it is it is unlikely in my opinion. They're going to ruin Christmas. They are, they are. It's unlikely that we get the number one pick, and then where are you? What are you going to do? And you might just move forward, Hogue, with your plan that oh, we have two good quarterbacks, and maybe just maybe, we might have an actual quarterback competition going into next season. I would not rule that out in any way, shape, or form.
1: JFly, 499, smash the like button. Chargers are going to look like the Raiders this week. Bajan throws for 250-plus. Bear secondary gets three picks, primetime 17. Ooh, primetime 17. Do we have Nick, by the way?
4: Uh, Nick is waiting. I just wanted to finish this convo. I don't know if you want to. Oh,
1: okay. Another. I, I, I see him. I, I didn't even him. know he
4: was there. Yeah, he just that's popped it.
1: in. Okay. How do you not
2: in. know he was there? I heard the, the tweet. Well, I twang. heard
1: that, but then it's behind 17 screens. That but
2: you like... can see him in the little corner there. He's wow, fidgeting if Carm around. Wow, is
4: noticing and you're not, that's a problem. Well, you could s- have brought him in, too. I could, but again, we were having this conversation. I didn't know if we were going to no, I thought going. it was a
2: good conversation. I was but, very happy uh, to keep Nick waiting. We could
4: bring in Nick moriano here and probably well, there's some seven steps all we got a, we got a the seven or eight great steps here let's see if these seven or eight
2: steps. great background on. today by nick
1: publish yeah nick yeah. built
0: that background
2: there good job is. by nick though. good location
0: yeah hi uh, nick what's up you guys i hear you're having a heated debate between um you know tyson and, and justin here um no but I've you're not willing to good. put your tennis racket on it mark <laughs> what's up with that
2: I really like my tennis racket, Nick. Even though I flung it against the wall when I ended the season defeated, it was so yeah. un- unbelievable, upsetting. But no one cares. I get it. That's fine. We won't talk about my tennis game.
1: I would have loved to have seen that.
2: I flung it. Thought about it. Don't do this. Mm, letting it go. Miraculously, it didn't break.
1: <laughs> I'm starting to realize that tennis is an outlet for you to get a lot of anger. Just everything. Just let it go.
2: Literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, tennis.
1: <laughs> Nick, uh, a lot of news. Uh, well, not a lot of news, but there's some news items. Tell us all about uh, everything we need to know from the fluce and uh, what you saw at practice that you're not allowed to tell us.
0: Yeah, so we won't go there yet, Adam. We'll, we'll get the, the practice updates later in the day. But let's just start with Fields. There really wasn't an update on him since Monday. Still working with trainers, but he is progressing. That's what Everflu said, but remains week to week. And if you guys like read into the... The cues from from the ibraflus like week to week ends up being a little bit longer than week to week, so maybe we just gotta monitor and see what the Justin Fields situation is. Braxton Jones, Khalid Kareem, uh, returned to practice today, and what he wants to see ibraflus from Braxton Jones just in this practice and throughout the week, the functionality and the function just in his movement, overall his conditioning. It's been a while since Braxton Jones been out there, so want to see how those guys are doing. Then Eddie Jackson just kind of wrap up the injury updates from what we heard from Matt Iberflus. Uh They're just going to see where he is. Honestly, he's going to be limited. Or Rufflus said limited fashion today, and we'll see if he's starting to improve with that foot foot injury. So still, I think, a little up in the air with uh, Eddie Jackson and his health status moving forward. I, I have a confession to make. I was
1: listening to fluce's presser live, driving in. He said Kareem is coming back, and I had no idea who he's talking about. I was like, bear Kareem? or not a bear. I was like, who is? Wait, well, he just said Kareem. He didn't say Khalid Kareem. I'm like, I'm like Kareem Jackson's on the Broncos. Like, who who's this Kareem? And then I had to look it up on a guy here, Khalid Kareem, the guy who took uh, uh, Terrell Lewis's
0: job. Yeah, he's got a sweet little. I want to say he went to Notre Dame. Yes, he did go to Notre. Yes, he has he like did. a little uh, chain and it's like a little Notre Dame football helmet guy that he always rocks around. Nice guy, um okay. but I, when I heard Kareem, the first name that jumped in my mind randomly is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like I don't know why okay. that first came up, but Khalil Print. he's back returning to practice. Um, more importantly I
4: though, shocked that he thought of Kareem
0: Abdul-Jabbar.
2: That is a old reference Same. for young Mick.
1: Same. Yeah. I'm yeah. shocked at it, too. Yeah, well, he didn't say he knows who that is. He yeah. just he
2: knows of the name. <laughs> the name of
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick. Trivia,
2: uh, Nick. Who did Kareem Abdul-Jabbar start his NBA career with? It wasn't the Lakers. I love you so much. No, it was not the Lakers. <laughs> and his name was Lou Alcindor, and he was a Milwaukee Buck. Back to the Bears. Go ahead, Hoag.
1: Okay. Um, oh. Braxton Jones, put your instinctual... Yes. Bears reporter hat on you think Braxton Jones can play by Sunday night
0: I think so um, obviously we don't get to see very much in practice as you guys know but I think given you know what he's going to be asked to do and just seeing what Larry Borum obviously he's been a placeholder for Braxton Jones but I think Braxton Jones when it comes Sunday night and he has to line up either across Khalil Mack Joey Boso either of those guys I think you're going to see number 70 out there starting for you know Tyson Bajan
2: speaking of Bajan Nick what are you going to ask the I'm debating to say let's we'll call him the starting quarterback this week for the Chicago Bears You have any plans for when you get to look into the Bajan eyes today
0: I just obviously the game plan was very it was look get the ball out quick get to the perimeter to the boundary. And, you know, I wonder how much that's going to change for this matchup. And look, the, the chargers have quality defensive players all over the field. So just if he's ready to be asked to do more, if he has to, if that's what the game plan's asking for, is he capable of it? we know that he thinks he knows the entire playbook, but how much is Luke gets willing to give to put on his plate? And how much is he willing to kind of go out there and put a different game plan in place and execute it? if that's what he's being asked to do this week, this Sunday night against Chargers.
2: Well, let me slightly rephrase it for you because I know he wants to do more. I've, I've spoken with Bajan in my dreams. And so just say to him, how much have you been banging on the door telling Luke Getzey that you're ready to throw the ball downfield? Say it like that if you could. I <laughs> got it. What do you think, Hogue? You're a good question asker. You know how to <laughs> thread the needle.
1: I... What you, you just want him to say that he's gonna? He wants
2: more. Yeah, I want him to say that I'm. I'm looking forward to showing all the naysayers out there that to th- think that I can't throw the ball down the field.
1: He but, already did that. He said I've got a cannon.
2: I understand, but, and all, on all the Chicago media laughed. I'm hoping that Nick not, was, Herb. I'm, not, not Herb, not Herb. I'm hoping that Nick wasn't wasn't laughing when he said that. Were you laughing? Did you laugh? Did you like go along with Biggs and Weeterer and Cronin and I just was, start laughing?
0: I was busy trying to type out the tweet that, you know, yeah, I've got a cannon. So didn't have time for, for laughing at that. And I think I think Tyson's got more more of an arm than a lot of people think he does. I mean, I don't think he's got a weak arm by, by any metrics, but it was interesting why, you know, Iberflue still decided to put Nathan Peterman at the end of the half as opposed to um, Tyson. He said, that's just what we do on offense. You know, we put people in for, for opportunity, something along those lines, but interesting answer to that question I'm gonna give you you are you going to House hall Friday yeah okay
1: I I'm', I'm we're, we're, you are doing an investigation okay a CHO investigation right so far we got too many denials from people saying they they laughed at that you okay. need to figure out who was laughing because nobody wants to admit that they laughed.
2: All right, I will, I will do that. I swear to you, I will. I wanna you know, know I will.
1: I want to know and exactly I, 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 who and By laughing. the way, I take back what I just said. And I, and I can name some names that I know. Like,
2: Cronin definitely didn't laugh. I take that back. She was yeah, that. that yeah. She, would, she was Shame she face on. No way.
1: Courtney's <laughs> not a media laugher. You know yeah. who definitely laughed? Pat Finley.
2: Oh, Finley <laughs> laughed. Finley's a guaranteed laugher. I'm going to go video around the room. Can I do that Potsy or? wouldn't have laughed either. Mm-mm. There was a lot of people laughing in there. Nick, can you out anybody? You were in the room. Every TV reporter laughed. Oh, and it, definitely the cameraman in the back. I guarantee you Dwight laughed. Oh, yeah. Dwight. I, Ike, though.
1: Love Ike Dwight. probably didn't. What's that? Ike probably didn't. I haven't laugh. seen
2: Ike in a minute. Yeah. Um, these are people that you don't necessarily know in well, the Nick podcast are, world, are, but, but just trust okay, me, okay. we're, we're on. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find out who was laughing because okay. to see your page man was dead ass serious. And we, and you can start showing him some respect,
0: <laughs> Nick, anything else from Alice today? You know, Adam, I know you were wondering about the, the pitches that we saw more of in, in, in the game against the, the Raiders, you and K- when Command was on yesterday. So I asked the what, why do you guys go with more of the pitch and what does that kind of do for your offense? Didn't get a great answer, you guys, but he said basically just attacking the perimeter in a different way. You can do that with jet sweeps, tosses, reverses, all makes sense. But he just wants to attack the whole width of the field. It's basically the point of he was trying to make of why they use more pitches in the game plan against the Raiders. And he said when you're hitting the run game inside and you can complement the outside, that makes multiplicity of it hard to defend. Quote from the Flutes, the multiplicity being able to attack inside and out in the run game. Wasn't
4: wasn't that a movie? Multiplicity. Multiplicity. Yeah. I believe Michael Keaton.
0: Or am I I I making that up? Yeah, no, I
1: think you might be right. Uh, No chance. Nick's ever seen that movie. I'm not sure I have. I haven't. Um, Uh, Andy McDowell. Who's in that? Nick, thank you for asking that question. Um, Luke, I'm still asking it tomorrow. He just got to makes things hard sometimes when he's just answering things like this. The same thing came up today. I heard it with the two minute drill. Like, why can't he just say, and I don't think he's even doing it on purpose. I don't, he just, we're not in the, we weren't in our number
2: or whatever. Like, uh, what? you want me to answer it for you? Because that's not him.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah. He's just, he's, I'm not even mad about this. I'm just, I am. Sometimes it's annoying. I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I know what he's saying or trying
2: to say, but just say it. It would just be a lot. Uh, I respect the Flus. I, I, I've been. I was super impressed by him last week with his game balls, which I mentioned yesterday. I think the way the team is kind of stuck together here through some really. Hey, man, Lawrence is shaking his head. They,
4: he forgot Deontay Foreman. I don't that's know why right. you were just letting that slide.
2: Because he I – don't, I don't care if you – people forget things all the time. You got it right in the end. That's all that matters in life. I've forgotten things. I give the fluce a pass. However, it just would be sweet if we could have a head coach who was a little bit more direct up there. But that's not his game, and it's never going to be his game. And you, Hoag, are going to have to let that go, and I'm going to have to let that go, even though I just underlined all of it.
0: Okay.
2: He's never Well, changing. you know,
0: too, real quickly, like, being more direct would have been nice because I asked him to, like – obviously they played max crosby last week you have khalil Mack, joey bosa this week ask him can you just take your game plan that you had last week and you know do it this week even though there's another quality pass rusher on the other side and we went through some kind of loop of of here where it's like it's different different structure a little bit this week same stuff but a different structure so you got to handle it a little bit differently got to be ready for those types of things but it's a little bit different it's like Okay. All right, Ibra Flus. It's different, and we didn't have to use different like six different times to get that point across, but I completely get what you're saying. Um, point is, I don't think you can use the same exact game plan that you had for Max Crosby in this matchup with the Chargers because there are some some quality defenders on that front.
1: See, that answer I could run through the, the Floos translator in my head and, and figure it out. He was basically saying, like last week, it's not a great defense, But there's, there's game records there that you can't let Mm -hmm. destroy the game, and the difference is they got it on both ends as opposed to last week. But basically, it's the same type of deal, because I think he said something like the, like the endpoint or the total is the same, but it's just the structure is different to get to that point. That was a terrible translation. I regret. There's a lot going on there.
2: You gave it an effort, though.
1: I tried. I tried
0: you to get, do my. That was, my fluke. That was a fluce effort. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Nick, appreciate you, man. You got anything else?
0: Uh, I have a Reese's here, and I plan on wow. talking to the Bears players about Halloween candy. What's your the worst and best thing you can get on Halloween, Carm? Reese's is a great one. That's
2: probably the one seed, although I go back and forth on Reese's and the Snickers. I do love a Snick. and Skittles. I love- skittles is like that's right oh oh, horrid can't believe (laughs)
4: that's a terrible take i don't like skittles either we do have some here i know
2: there's a a reason why if there were stickers in that jar they'd be gone skittles have been here for 10 days go ahead have at it it'll it'll be i have been
4: well they're great (laughs) okay i'm an anti-skittle person too
2: it just like it doesn't do anything it's just a little nugget of sugar that's just crap The, the
1: worst is candy corn and there's no other answer
0: that's true Nobody You're likes candy corn. It, not, There's
1: not, not. not a single person in the world who likes candy corn. Yeah. Candy corn's terrible.
4: In October, I don't mind uh, a couple. Uh, with the, the one with the chocolate on the bottom, not the yellow. Yeah. Just a couple. And then it very quickly it gets old. And do you, you
2: like candy. M&M's over M&M peanut? Uh, do I? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a, that's, I would go peanut. Okay. That's a respectful answer. Yeah. Straight M&M people, are they, they should be jettisoned too. You don't don't deserve Halloween. You gotta know candy, man. I like the regular. I like Uh, the regular (laughs) MMs. I mean, you want to throw a hundred grand in there? I I can listen to that. That's fine. Eh, Crystal
4: likes candy corn. I like crystal. Come on,
2: Crystal. You're better than that, Crystal.
4: It's just it's just in October. I didn't know people hate Skittles. Is that a thing? Yeah, same. I love
0: Skittles.
2: Fine. You like Starburst?
1: Marshawn Lynch and I will hang out and just go beast mode on and eat all the Skittles.
2: Okay. Nick. Thanks, Nick.
1: See you later. Follow Adios my Twitter you guys. At Nicholas Moriano. All of his coverage up on our brand new website, com. Go check it out if you haven't. It looks Beautiful. awesome.
2: Thanks, Will DeWitt. Will the DeWitt did Ls a great job. Um, Will is the friggin' goat. Guy's got more thoughts in his head in like one minute than I've had in my life.
1: Will had a very interesting lesson on spreadsheets this morning. Yeah. I came in a little late, so I was a little confused, but... It sounded very impressive.
2: I mean, the dude's using AI to like, take over the world. I've never seen somebody this capable and <laughs> just adapting it at, at mere moments of what's out there. I'm still trying to figure out how to tie my shoes. Well, we're two,
1: we're two years away from... They'll be, we'll be replaced by AI spots s-
2: just to do the show. But I did throw out there, AI your offense for the Bears to the next level. Maybe that's what they're doing. That's why they just AI just told them, run the ball that's what happened getsy ai how to do this and and they said give the ball to whoever's in the backfield it doesn't matter deontay foreman is the same as khalil herbert as is roshan johnson these are all interchangeable parts
1: you know what you can't ai what's that beer okay. you cannot ai beer but you, you can cannot AI. ai goose island beer
2: company that's right
1: we love goose island there are supporters here our beer sponsor our chicago's beer as well since 1988 right now they got the oktoberfest the beer hug family by the way
2: let me double check this i think
1: yeah five dollar goose island neon beer hugs all night if you come out sunday by the way
2: no charge coming up again by the
1: way uh, for our CHO Bears Watch Party. We're in the pre and post there. And uh, it's a free RSVP. Just do us a favor. Go to allchco.com slash events to RSVP if you want to come. But if you do, we're going to hook you up with the Goose Island Neon Beer Hugs. They are $5 all night long. Things are about to get weird. That <laughs> could be a problem. That, that is going to be fun. Um, but in the meantime, there's other options as well. Full pocket pills. Uh, and I always love the Goose IPA. Just can't really go wrong with any Goose Island. Grab ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clyburn Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer.
2: Hey, we know you love betting NFL, but it is the uh, tip-off of the NBA tonight. So just a reminder to you bucket fans out there, that basketball is back and DraftKings Sportsbook's got you covered. The official sports betting partner of the NBA. Same like football. If you bet $5 on any NBA game, you get $200 instantly in bonus bets. You're going to start the season with an instant dub, just like the Bulls tonight when they crush the OKC Thunder, damn it. Um, and by the way, also with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across the league for shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball fans, we know you're out there. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers, once again, $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling prom Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit one 1- www.1800gambler.net in New York call 8778 8 hope ny in Connecticut help is available for problems gambling at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boodle Casino and Resort Licensed Partner Gold Nugget Lake Charles Twenty-one over age varies by jurisdictions void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible game resources
1: solid b plus there
2: yeah it's it wasn't perfect b, b plus is about as good as i could expect from you on that and i appreciate it
1: no well, yeah i thought it was pretty good but you've done better
2: uh, yep yeah yep. it's just yep. accurate yeah all true
1: hey um also get fitted out in the best sports gear around foco Hoodie, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Foco has it all for you. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. It's all right there for you. Check out Foco. Right here in front of us, we got Foco uh, set decorations as well. They've been an awesome partner. And we want we would love it if you go show them some love in return. Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code. You know it. You love it. CHGO 10. 10- off with that code chgo. All right, um, that was a heck of an hour, right there. Is it over? It is. I mean, it's close to being over. That's unfortunate. Uh, we, do we have some super chats? I'm assuming here before we get out of here. And yeah, Michael's saying this. That hour flew right on by. Uh, thanks to Baldy. Thanks to Nick. Thanks to the Angry Runs segment for getting me angry.
2: I want to do another one.
1: A whole nother show. <laughs>
2: yeah one more hour
1: show cubs coming up you can hang out with us hop on their show yeah d larso 15 999 fields in the red zone he's 15 to 23 eight touchdowns zero interceptions four big time throws zero turnover worthy plays 88.5 grade which is first in the nfl i'll give the credit for you d larso since i know exactly where you got this from pff Uh, fields on 20 plus yard throws he's 13 of 26 six touchdowns zero interceptions 96.3 passing grade zero turnover worthy plays
2: Hmm.
1: pretty good numbers there's no question i saw those i don't does that include the vikings game because i know they tweeted that out a couple weeks ago and i saw those numbers regardless completely fair there's been there's some good numbers out there um that suggests that Fields has been better.
2: There's a reason why. I would why love she, it
1: if he got the got the ball out of his hands faster, though.
2: Yeah, there, there's there's a reason why the conversation is he or is he not is still going, and that would what you just underlined there, D. Larso 15 is one of the reasons of the is he. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got. Daniel Trump here, five dollars. Braxton, Braxton, Braxton. The o line is good now, right? Way
2: to go, Polls. Well, Braxton's got to come back and show that he's all right. Yeah. But yes. And I'm a little worried about Darnell's shoulder. I'm very worried about Darnell's I, shoulder.
1: I would be surpri- I would not be surprised if he's a DMB DNP on the injury report today, at least a limited. Um but that's a little concerning cuz it might Should have made
4: Nick blink twice if that was could have yeah. told us that. Uh
1: Yoshino, $5. You uh you've convinced me to get hot dogs. The next time you guys are in KC, stop at The Pizza Man in Lenexa, Kansas. Great food. Okay,
4: Carm, do you have any Uh, recollection of The Pizza Man?
1: Eight years from now, the Bears will go back to Kansas City, so we'll check it out.
2: I never had The Pizza Man, but I do feel like I've been told that before, so now I'm very curious and wish that I was in Lenexa, Kansas for a little lunch action because I'm definitely not, you know, I don't have any plans. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's go.
4: I might get a salad just to like you know. Bounce you're it yelling out. Yelling at us about the food we eat.
2: I think I'm going pokeball today. Oh, I'll, I'll pick you up one if you I want one. I might join you on that. There you go, situation. a little pokeball. pretty good. I could do that. That's three. Three Pokies, <laughs> three <laughs> on hump three day. Three Pokies, a, day. And a couple okay. Cockies, and you're, okay. you,
1: got a, you got yourself an afternoon. There we go. I
2: mean, if you guys are in for lunch, we could make it a whole not, a whole different thing. Uh, okay, no. Got that was a to no.
4: Do. I'll, I'll give you a yes, but Law just gave you a no.
2: Yeah. yeah okay, fine.
4: Straight I, I don't. Off. I'm a little under the weather, so I don't need to be drinking in the afternoon. So no. Okay. we're not drinking. We're oh, just I, going to get I lunch heard about Cockies. I don't
2: know. Oh
1: yeah. I mean you can convince me to drink, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> have a nice tea. It's good for you.
1: Hey, hit that like button for us. Appreciate you guys a lot. Uh hit subscribe. We are trying to get to fifty thousand uh YouTube subscribers. Help us out. Please send the link off to some friends, some Bears fans, some Bulls fans. Tell them, hey, CHGO Bulls, tonight. Uh, season is opening. We we still got you covered with baseball, cubs, socks, all offseason uh obviously things going on with the hawks watched i watched yeah. way too much of that game i have now watched every game except saturdays and uh
4: it's not great it's can not we great. talk
1: i mean uh, no we shouldn't talk about it here but
4: that offsides replay, oh my god that was the worst it's the dumbest thing i've ever so seen so stupid it was like thirty seconds before the goal. It had nothing to do with anything.
1: Like, there's got to be a better way to do that.
4: We're challenging. We're allowed to challenge something that happened like like, like way be like before building the Building a time
1: machine and going back in time it's and ridiculous. taking away goals from three minutes ago.
2: I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but I'll be at uh, the <laughs> I'll, I'll be at the Bulls game tonight. If you see me at the United Center, you say hello. I'm giving out free hugs, and uh, I'm also going to the Hawks uh, Hawks takeover November fourth. Hope you hope to see everybody out at that one too. Damn it.
1: I'm, I'm TBD on that cuz it's Saturday night, right? Yes it is. Uh, so it just yes. depends on you yeah. know hopefully we have another playoff game and I don't know. You guys if play it's, on Saturdays. Uh the the playoffs start to shift towards Saturdays once you get through the later rounds. So I don't know. I hope we play Friday night. I prefer Friday night, but I have no say over that whatsoever. So no one cares about my opinion.
2: Good luck this week. I'll see you uh in Monday. Yeah, no. I <laughs> I'm not
1: a, negative six percent chance I'm, he shows up uh, no chance all right uh back tomorrow noon it'll be Carm and brags i'll be over there at house hall we'll join the show from there and brad spielberger joining the show tomorrow off the top at noon as well nice for some uh yep yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got good stuff on the Bears, contracts. He knows all, all of it. And trade deadline coming up. He, he's a perfect guy to come out and talk some trade deadline situation with. Um, so Brad Spielberger on the show tomorrow. Uh, and um, that's pretty much all I got. So hit that like button. Appreciate y'all. Cubs coming up next. See you show Cubs. And um, we'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. See you.
2: <laughs> like the man.